BDM Coach Podcast show is hosted by two of the world's leading BDM coaches, Dennis Youssef and Michael Sands from Inspired Growth Training. Both Dennis and Michael have personally signed up 1,500 new doors between them and now coach BDMs and real estate business owners all around the world. For 28 different BDM lead generation activities and KPIs on a free tracking spreadsheet, go to bdmcoach.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year, aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Well, I can't believe that we're here today, Dennis. Today we are launching the BDM Coach Show. Absolutely. I'm certainly very, very excited about this one. I've been uh, telling quite a few people about this one coming up. And all of our other podcasts that we do, Michael, we're talking about growth on the mass level, businesses, um, groups, whatever the case. But this one, it's pure BDM, straight down the line. Straight BDM. And I think Darren Hunter is, is spot on with this. No one else around the globe is doing uh, a show like this. And we're going to be um, streaming this as podcasts. We'll turn into video. We're going to multi-cup this. Um, so many ways so that we can get you great value content in this show every time you listen to it. Uh, Dennis, today, what are we going to be covering today? Michael, I'm really excited about this one. It's stuff that I did personally. It's stuff that you did personally. We are going to be talking about a pre-listing email and the benefits of using a pre-listing email as well. And we're going to break down that pre-listing email and how it can be delivered examples of what we can put in place and i'm going to share some of the the wins that i had as using it and even people that we're training around the globe that are, are using the pre-listing email as well yeah i i would say i would say that you know everyone out there knows we do a lot of um strategic market reports so we're calling thousands of agencies and realtors out there and i've got to yeah. say not many people are using the pre-listing emails or the pre-listing kits and this is something that sales agents use all around the world. Well, not all of them. The good ones are doing it. Yeah. Why can't it be replicated into property management? You know, I remember, Michael, that um, as a, a BDM, I would see the sales team um, for Integrity Real Estate I was working for. They would hand deliver a package to someone's yeah. house the day before, the morning of, whatever. And I thought, like, cost effective, I, I can't do that. You know, they were paying for it out of their commissions, this, that, and the other. And I went, okay, how can I do it? What can I do? And and I just went, just send them an email. Like, let's just talk about some of the wins and, and um, reaffirm a conversation that you've had with the person um, before you go there. Okay, it's not as pretty as a, you know, a, a small bottle of wine or biscuits or whatever 
they were doing for that month in the packs. But um, it's basically just tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, I, I look forward to catching up with you. Here's something for you. Yeah. And I think also, I guess, before we kind of delve deep into like, you know, the pre-listing um, communication side of things, it's, it's important to understand why. So why would someone send a prospective client a pre-listing email, video, letter, pamphlet, book, gift, whatever. And I, I guess to we're in an economy where people want things now. So imagine, yeah. imagine you've got a prospect calling up to do business with you or someone else that's in your industry and they're calling maybe five people. They're calling because they want information now. It's like the internet and the way we are now, well, the way we're wired now is mm. You know, they, you're on the internet to ask a question because you want that answer now. And if they're yeah. calling your company for information, they want it now. So imagine if you're the person responsible for growth, for sales, and you're not in the office and they're calling multiple property management companies to do business with them. What's going to happen if you're not there, but someone else from another agency is? And you might be better than them. Your agency yeah. might be superior. What's going to happen? If you're not there and the other company is well michael i mean we actually see this happen we listen to the calls that happen with the strategic market reports that we're doing when we're secret shopping and i don't know how many times our team has to ring that office back and say nobody has called me back or the the, the particular bdm or the listing agent has gotten off the phone and said yep no problem i'll email some information through to you and nothing comes at all it's quite disappointing in today's society because you hit the hammer on the nail. We are a now society and we're still chasing agents up to say, hey, get us something back. So, and this is where that pre-listing email, it's about getting trust. People want something now. This is about getting trust. It's about doing something different to your rivals. While they're not doing anything, you can send a pre-listing email as a simple gesture of a hello. And that is a point of difference right rather than just turning up it also helps too dennis i guess with like those people that are time poor you know they're yeah. not going to be they're not going to call you back if you're not there and you don't return their call they're not going to call you back business is gone and and yeah, that's an objection that's an invisible objection that you don't even get the opportunity to reply to if what well, you do if you call them back fast but it's like you know there's a few software programs out there dennis we know that um if someone calls the office the admin enter the details into a system um, they get pinged, the, owner, the um, office gets pinged and the BDM gets pinged straight away. And then it's up to the BDM or whoever's in charge in the office to, to call them back or, or whatever. But imagine going that next step further and actually having something of high value, low cost to you, but high perceived value to the, to the owner, to the prospect, being sent out, being delivered without you even having to think about it. How great would that be? Oh, that would be absolutely awesome. And, and the great thing about the low cost, right, is because a pre-listing email is a template. So you're not actually spending a whole deal of time. Once you've established that skeleton, um, that it, it's super low cost of time as well. It's just a matter of getting something out there um, to get the ball rolling. You know, Michael, gaining a client's trust today is getting harder and harder and harder. It's, it's becoming so much more difficult to, difficult. Now, real estate agents are already the least most trusted industry in Australia almost, and, and globally you could look at it and people just, 
You know, they already feel like they're going to get ripped off or charged too much, whatever the case is. So it's so much more important to um, get a low cost, high valued item like a pre-listing email that's actually selling your services and putting you into a pole position to win that business faster. Gone are the days going to a property and explaining we do four routines a year or we take 5,000 photos of your property. That's not what an appointment's for. You know, you gain their trust. You send out the information to them, go to the property and close the deal. And you know what? I mean, maybe we'll wait until the end and let's wait until the end and let's give everyone out there some suggestions and ideas of what to actually put in a pre-listing um, email or, or communication. So, so let's park that, Dennis. Yeah, we'll yeah. Right back to the end. Um, you know, lock the doors. You know, so let's. I guess let's work on the the things and the reasons why we should all have a pre-listing and email. Now, one of the things we kind of loosely touched on um, before was um, if you're out of the office being able to send something without you even think about it. So one of the first reasons why you would get a pre-listing email communication sorted, it helps automate the communication and the workflow to ensure that every single prospect that reaches your office, you, your admin, your assistant, whatever, they're getting something in response to their query. And that something should adequately answer a high majority of the questions they've got. One of the things I guess you're going to leave off that is price. Yeah. Right. And there are some agencies out there that have all their pricing on the website and that's fine, but they probably already found that information on the website anyway. So the pre-listing email or communication isn't about your price, but you want to automate it. So you want to have it ready. So the admin can send it, you can send it. And this may be in addition to, you know, a personalized video you may send but it'll automate the response. Oh, absolutely, Michael. I mean, you know, the pre-listing email is basically set out to overcome all of the concerns and objections that an owner's gonna have. So sending this out prior to an appointment, it, it's firstly, it's easing the concern that they've got, which helps you overcome any potential fee objection that may come into place. Michael, I'm gonna say possibly one in 10 people would ask me for a discount. You know, I had so much trust and faith in the pre-listing email. Um, it, it actually, it, it takes it away from the fees because you're overcoming their concerns, you're showing them, and we'll go into the breakdown of examples of what we Wait. put into it. Wait, okay. you have one in 10. You're saying you're only 10% of 10% of people ask yep. for discount. I mean, we had people asking us for discounts all the time. When I said no, they would be like, well, I had to ask, I had to try. You only had 10% of the people asking. Correct. So culturally, where you live in your areas, I totally understand why a lot of people were asking for discounts. And I know particular cultures, they would just ask me for it. You know, I mean, being Lee, for example, teaches you to, uh, you know, offer a discount for the cash. So did, um, uh, what is it, cash convert, not cash converters, what's the other shop they shut down now? Electronics. Yeah. Harvey Normans, like they all teach you to, so you know, it, it's been instilled and trained in it. But the, the, the value that I had on this pre listing email, it took the fee out of the question because during it, you show them how you're saving the client money. It's not about the fee they're paying, 
Mm. Yeah. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah, and, and again, you know, we were discussing the other day, you know, trying to, yes, you've got a percentage, but removing the percentage and putting a dollar value um, yep. there to help kind of break down, you know, what the charges are. But that's for a whole other, that's for a whole other session. You know, to, today we're discussing that elephant in the room. You know, we're talking about that pre-listing and what to send and what to put in there. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, so. okay, one, we're automating it. Yep. Two, we're giving the prospect something. Yep. I think yep. it's really important to kind of let that sink in. Someone is contacting you or your office to get some information now and you're giving them that information now. They've got it. So there's a higher chance that they're going to do business with you as opposed to someone else that they also can't reach. Yeah, and an example, simple thing is, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, Michael's out at the moment. However, He's given me this um, email of information that he's asked me to send out to anyone that inquires that'll help them understand property management and how we do real estate differently. He will give you a call in around an hour or whatever the, the procedure is in place that's said. Um, but here's something that will um, help you right now. So Ralph, that, that's better than somebody actually saying, oh yeah, Michael will give you a call uh, when he gets back to the office. There's no answers given, no information given that they're hanging up. People are calling an office, they're calling your agency because they don't know something. Now you're making them wait even longer, <laughs> you know? So uh, it, it's overcoming. No, they don't want to wait. Do not want them getting off that phone and hitting Google. Mm. Who's next? That's it. And Google make you it know? easy for people, right? You know, you type in property management company near me and Google's going to give them 10 choices to call at least like minimum 10 choices to call. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, you don't have to be the best agent. You just be, have to be the agent that either answers the phone or gives them something right away of value so that they want to keep engaging with you. Yeah. So that's then I, right. I mean, you go, sorry. No, that's okay. Don't apologize for ever, you know, jumping in. I mean, you know, we always cut each other off frequently. So what, what was that signal that, uh, you know, we said we were going to do? <laughs> I can't remember, but <laughs> bringing it back to the pre-listing, um, I guess the other thing that I guess we wanted to bring to the table was like what to put into these pre-listing emails. So what is going to be engaging enough to get someone on the hook, right? So if you're a prospect, um, the agency has sent you something, they've automated their process. They've sent you something of high value to you and I guess if you take pricing off the table and not have it as a price war, what are the things that a prospect should know about your business, anything really, as to why they should continue to try and have dialogue with you? Well, they, you know, one of the key things, they want to know that their property is going to be looked after, right? And, and uh, you know, how you can um, prove to them that you're attracting better quality tenants or a more executive style tenant is how you market the property. So, you know, a, a great example um, in showing them that you uh, attract a higher grade or a more executive style tenant is, you know, sending them a link to an example of video marketing of a property doing the professional photography to me is not a point of difference. Still show them, okay, because you don't know with the type of a example of a, an agent that they're potentially looking like, but, you know, all agencies, they could be a bear in the field. There's 10 bears in the field. You need to look like that polar bear. You need to stand out. So 
showing them that you're doing video marketing or 360 video tours or whatever the case is, it's a great way of standing out from the rest. I, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, we can probably, should we go now into like what we, what we were putting into our pre-listing email? Should we share that information? I think we should. I think we should kind of get into that. Um, yep. The one of the one of the things that we were quite big on, as you know, Dennis, was um, our marketing, our virtual tours, our 360 tours, um, our, our videos. So we made sure that we had in our pre-listing samples of how we would market the property to get them, um, you know, a, a great tenant. And we would have links to our virtual tours. Um, and that would kind of walk over through some of the things we did differently. Um, the other, other things that we put in our pre-listing, so okay, let, let's mark that as one marketing okay yep. so put examples of your marketing that uh the link to either you know your website your tours and so on um another thing that we would do is included in that i guess we would take screenshots of how our properties presented online so that people could see and get an mm. idea of our properties which always went to top spot the type of photos that were used um and they could actually see exactly what we did to market their property Another thing, so number two, another thing that we would put on there would be the facts. So, you know, as you know, we would print off our realestate.com um, backend data, which would have how long it took us to, you know, how many eyeballs we would get each on each property, um, how long it took us to rent our property. And I guess at our peak, we were renting properties four times faster than the market average. We we're getting um, over twice the amount of people looking at our property than other properties um, out there on the market. And we used these stats and we showed them in our pre-listing email so that it, at least we drew their, their attention to it. So Michael, were you using the, the monetary value? Were you showing them how much money they were saving? Because you're like, would you actually say, so we're leasing properties four weeks quicker on average, average rent might be, let's say it's $500 a week. So that's $2,000 extra in on average in our owner's pockets. You know what, like we didn't, I verbalized it with them. Like when I spoke to them about the money, I kept the money separate, but there's no yep. reason why someone um, wouldn't, shouldn't do that. I mean, don't yep. use me yep. as an example there. I think that if you're trying to get people on the, on the hook, just the only thing Dennis and I would suggest is know the market, yep. right? Know um, what the average rent is. So the average person contacting you, what their rent is, because if you were to kind of say that, the properties are $300 a week, but the market was $500 a week. And you say you're saving people 600 when someone else is going to save them a thousand dollars a week because of their marketing. Um, yeah. People are going to be caught on the amount. So know the market, know the average and, um, and make sure you're very clear on that because you would hate to miss out on an opportunity because your description undersold where the prospects thought their value was. Yeah, sure. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, and that's why I would use, you know, on average, the average rents are, you know, so on average, we are saving this much for our clients, you know, however, when I come to your property, we will refine the value of return that we could get for you. I guess the other thing too is, I guess you've got the average market rent, Dennis, and then you've also got your average rent. So if your average rent is higher, I would make reference to average market rent is $400 a week. Our average rent is $500 a week. And that's a perfect example of something to put into your pre-listing email, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, another thing that you can put into your pre-listing emails is um, video testimonials. So back in 2011, I was getting video testimonials from clients and I would have that link click here to see 
what other um, clients of ours are saying, right? And I had a private owner that I converted to a full-time management. I had a another uh, owner that was with another agent and came across to us. I had a um, I had another client that had been with us for so many years and had seen the changes that we'd implemented. Um, so I was trying to get different types of pain points that the average owner would have, and I'll be overcoming that with a positive uh, as a testimonial, and even send them to. Um, uh, Google, when Google just started, Google was starting to do those testimonials and we started pushing it, then I would start to put that in there as well. So it, it's highlighting some of the things that we've done. And achievements was a great one as well. You know, if someone in our office had won an award through one of the, the um, organisations uh, in Australia, New Zealand, whatever, we never said, and Dennis won or Jody won or Michael won. We always said, and one of our members had won. And, and then I'd bring it back to, this is evidence that we've got the right systems and procedures in place. Mm. You know, so it's always about and backing it up with facts. Michael, I love talking about arrears because everyone is so scared of it. People are scared to talk about, you know, how many people aren't paying rent. So it was always a very, very good point that I added in my um, pre-listing kit. Is I would talk about, you know, a 97.8, of our tenants are paying their rent on time, you know, uh, and, and then I'd be pushing, you know, we can't accommodate the death, the divorce, loss of job, the circumstance changes. So that's why we have landlord's insurance. And then I'd have a click here to our land, preferred landlord insurance. So it, it, it's always showing them how good we are, backing it up with a, a, a proof statement and a link to something else. So it, it always took it away from our, our percentage fee. You know, and I was feeding them with information. I guess then too, then like because you're telling everyone how great you are, and you know um, some of the accolades of the office. You've gone over the facts um, of how you're able to help the clients. You got your video testimonials, um, the, the stats that you got there. Something else that's really important to put in there is actually what you do. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, Dennis, we made a phone call the other day for um, mystery shopping, and one of the replies there was. We do what every other property management company does. So uh, just just so everyone can see, my hand is over my face right now in shock. <laughs> I was blown away at that, Michael. Yeah, and that doesn't help anyone. Okay, like because we we listen to thousands of points of difference or perceived points of difference every week, and it's absolutely amazing. And that was one of their points of difference. Mm. Um, yeah, clear. You know, Clearly, they're not evolving, or you know, I would love to see what their um, what their pre-listing email is. I, I think that we need to outline um, in the pre-listing email could be in a video, preferably in a video, what you do, and um, that needs to be relatable to how you're going to solve the prospect's problems. Okay, so you, you've already mentioned the accolades of the business, and that that's fine. But in what you do, don't say how great you are at that particular thing. Work out the things you do and how that relates back to solving people's problems. So yes, you, you collect rent, you um, arrange maintenance, you do all the things that property management companies typically do, but how does that pull on the heartstrings of the prospect? Why does that prospect want to keep doing business or have a conversation with you further after seeing the pre-listing email? Um, saying what you do and I guess turning that into relatable stories that connect and engage. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's personalising it to them. I mean, right at the beginning of the pre-listing email, it needs to be personalised uh, to them. So it feels like that they've actually, you've actually sat there and written that email to them. 
and, and sharing an experience or a story or something that has occurred within your office um, is it, it, they remember it. It actually sits within them. Look, you can read a book and the good books that you read, Michael, are the ones that actually tell the story and you can, you can almost sense the wind blowing or how they explain it. It sits in a lot better than reading a book about mathematics and <laughs> just, you know, so um, it, it sits better, you know, so um, you've got to hit the emotions through an email, through a phone call or whatever it is around, you know, these pre-listings. And Michael, if we can strip it right back to the beginning, right? If you aren't in the office, you know, give a bit of training to the, the person who's going to pass on that email to them. Tell that person how important this pre-listing email is. Don't just have them say, oh, look, I've, you know, I've been given an email, blah, blah, blah. Tell them, guys, when I send this email out, I know that I get so much value from the person at the other end when they've listened to it. So it's so important you get this to them so they can understand how we do things better because you're going to help me win this business. So they've actually got a bit of excitement. Oh my goodness, yep, Michael actually gave me this email and he said to me, get this out to the person straight away if someone's rung up about our business. Get them to own it because Michael, these SMR reports we're doing, how many times do we feel it's dead wood there's no personality from the person who answers the phone. There's no information. They're not asking the questions. So many times people even say, oh, look, just give us a call back. Um, you'll be back in about an hour. And yeah. Bang. Beep, beep, beep. We don't hear anything, right? So there's, there's so much that can be done right at the beginning that's going to help you win before the pre-listing emails are even sent. And I think, too, it's important to clarify here that the pre-listing email isn't just something that gets sent out when you're out of the office and someone can't reach you. The pre-listing email should always be sent regardless of what communication they have with the office. If you're there and you speak to them and you help them out, still send them the pre-listing email kit. If they ring and they get the admin or they get someone else in there, still send them that pre-listing email. Regardless, they're getting something, something that can help answer their questions, frequently asked questions, whatever it is, they've got it there. I would guarantee that the majority of the people in your marketplace are not sending a pre-listing um, email kit, whatever, in any capacity. And this is an opportunity for you to stand out and shine in your marketplace. Big time. But I get people that say to me, Michael, but can't I just send them a link to our website? You know, can't we just have it all on there? No, because it's not personalizing it. There's no trust in that, right? But can't I just put this as a web book? Yeah, you can. You can look all fancy. But they know that every single person is getting the same thing. It's got to be personalised to the person. It's got to be in, you know, they've got to feel like that polar bear themselves amongst a whole cage of bears. They want to feel like they are being looked after better by your company versus the other agencies. So it's so important just to, it's, sometimes less is better. It's just keeping it simple. So you've sent off the pre-listing. How long do you wait until you communicate with them again? So, okay, there's two scenarios here. Yeah. The first scenario is you're not in the office and it's been sent out automatically. The second scenario is you've just spoken to them. You've made the appointment for, you know, tomorrow or the, or the, day, or the day after. How soon is too soon before you call? 
Oh, I don't think that's, I, I would call them straight away as quickly as possible, Michael, as quickly as possible. I, I would actually have um, whoever's at the front of house, the receptionist or whatever we want to call them, um, text me and say, hey, I've just sent one off, here's their details. Uh, that would be a basic system I'd put into the office. And so I'd be, I'd then send them a video text if I was on the side of the roads or if I was coming out of an appointment, say, hey, just heard Michael's just let me know that he sent off my pre-listing email. That's fantastic. Here's my direct number. I've just come out of an appointment. I'll give you a call once I get back to the office or shoot me a text um, if you're free to talk now. I, I would, you know, jump straight in. Straight away, straight away. I wouldn't wait around. Don't don't be looking at your phone thinking, oh, they haven't called me yet. I wonder if they got it. You know, call them. Yeah, big time. Give them a call straight away. Now, when you're at the appointment, right? So this is really about setting the client up for the win. You're showing them your points of differences. You're showing them your fact statements, your proof statements, like you said. You're talking about the things you've done, whether you've won any awards, whatever the case. So when you're at the property, you can actually focus on spending time in gaining and building rapport with them instead of going in there and, and, and talking about we do four routines, we do this, we do that. You know, let all the other property managers do that. Go in there and talk about how you can overcome their objections. Ask them more listening questions in, you know, in how to win the business. And, and we'll talk about that in another podcast, right? Um, that's stuff that we talk about, you know, we train, you know, the BDM club we, that we have. That, that's stuff that we teach them as part of the BDM club training. Um, is, you know, we talk about how to gain um, clients' trust a lot more. You know, when I went to a property, if they asked me, oh, Dennis, how many routines will you do? I knew they didn't read my email. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to have them into a situation, walking into an environment where I felt that they trusted me because, and they read the information. And it always made my job a lot easier. And yeah. Michael, so many agents, when they start jumping in and sending out this pre-listing email, I get an email or a text message or a phone call. Oh my goodness, Dennis, I did that. And it works. Like, I know it works. You know it works. We did it. So, of course, like, you know. And you know what's really crazy, Michael? What? Tell me. The pre-listing email that I did is actually on our website. It's for free for everyone to see. They just have to go to the Knowledge Library, go to it, Inspired Growth Training Knowledge Library. Not the BDM Coach one, go to the InspiredGrowthTraining.com, click on Knowledge Library and uh, BDM Coach, and it's there. They can, it's all there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's been um, a fantastic uh, first session, Dennis, covering the pre-listing. And yep. again, I've got to stress, this is so important, um, incorporating the pre-listing into your daily routine activity uh, because it is going to set you apart. And we want to see you go through superior hyper growth. And that's really what this show is all about. It is BDM um, Coach. And we are going through steps every single um, episode. We'll have something new and unique to share with you and to drill down even deeper. And all these tips and tricks you can implement immediately right Absolutely. away and they are really simple to do we have an excellent season ahead of us of the bdm coach show and we can't wait to share it with you so make sure you tune in 
to each and every episode. Uh, and um, we can't wait to share the wealth and knowledge that we've accumulated with you. Absolutely. I can't wait. This is going to be an amazing series that we're going to do. And Michael, we're even going to have guests come in um, every now and then to share some of their BDM wins that they've had. Whether they're clients that we're training, that have implemented things, or somebody that we find out is doing some amazing things. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the first episode of the BDM Coach Show. Yep. If anyone wants any more information, simply go to bdmcoach.com. Just click on the, the links provided right there and even about some of the previous shows that we've done. Take care. Bye.